ladies and gentlemen, welcome to The Psy Effect, a show that deals with hot topics from all directions. And now, introducing the funny, the talented, the charismatic, the captivating, the woman who tells it like it is, your host, I am Psy. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining me on the Side Effect Radio Show today. Today, I have a very special guest from one of my all-time guy groups from the early 90s, 2000s, and even right now, they're still hot and doing their thing. I have RL from the group Next. You may be familiar with their songs, um, Too Close, I Still Love You. Wifey, oh my God, that was one of my favorite songs. I used to pretend like the girl in the song, the girl that would answer back, and she would say, Yes, I'll be your wifey. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just love that part. <laughs> I know I'm being mad corny right now, but that was my song. That is my group, one of my favorite groups even right now. We're talking 2012, and um, RL is going to talk about the music business, his life, his passion. We're going to even see what uh, some of RL pet peeves. We're also going to discuss things that he had to deal with within his personal life, uh, his divorce, um, Dealing with depression and his insecurities within the music business And also being a sex symbol How does he feel about that? So we're going to talk with RL I'm going to play one of my favorite songs by the group next And we'll be right back after this Tune in to the Psy Effect Radio Show Every Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday At 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time For your hot topics Hot interviews and hot music. Go to www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the Science Effect Radio Show. See you there. Attention, all artists. Would you like your music to be heard by thousands, possibly millions of listeners all around the world? You can be featured on the SciEffect Radio Show. Simply email your bio and music to thescieffect at gmail.com for consideration. Attention all aspiring comedians. Do you think you're funny? Do you have what it takes to be a comedian? Come out to the Green Room Actors Lounge, 25D Bennett Street, Atlanta, Georgia, 30309, and attend the Never Deny Improv class with comedian actor Mr. Rodney Perry. Every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time. For more information, go to RodneyPerry.com or TheGreenRoomActorsLounge.com. See you there. Hello and welcome back to the Psy Effect Radio Show. I am your host, Psy. Thank you for joining me today. And if you're just tuning in, today's special guest is R.L. from the group Next. I'm so excited to speak with him. But before we get to R.L., I want to play one of my all-time favorite songs by the group Next. And we'll be right back with R.L. right after this. I got to be real with you, baby. I just got to let you know. My name is RL, one-third of the trio, NEXT, 
And you're about to listen to Butter Love right here on the Side Effects Radio Show. You got the love
a warm welcome for RL of the group next. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> How are you, RL? I'm great. I can't complain. Just working as, as usual. I hear you. I see. You know, I'm on your, I'm on your Instagram. I'm your friend. I be kind of stalking your little profile every now and then. And I see you getting your workout on. You're looking good. I appreciate it. I'm trying. I'm just trying to, you know, keep myself in shape. I think that uh, when God gives you a gift, you have to utilize it, you know, because I have a voice and I feel like I'm, um, I'm, I'm blessed to still be here doing what I'm doing. I'm going to take care of myself and try to age as gracefully as possible. Well, you're doing a good job, and I completely co-sign with what you just said. I, I, You have the gift. I thank you for the gift that you've shared with us, the years of great music. Um, you have some classics. You, you have an extensive resume after being in the music industry for over 15 years. Yeah, now, I'm trying. Now, many may not be aware of, you know, aside from writing and producing next, album. You also produce yours. Who have you produced and written for within the industry? Uh, Usher, Jamie Foxx, Luther, Jaheem, Miles Behavior, Coffee Brown, Brother, uh, Jay Holiday, Lloyd. Um, there's others I can't even remember. I've written for a lot of different artists. And you know what I think I, I love most about you as a producer and a writer, is that you know how some people you can kind of tell, oh, so-and-so wrote that, because I can tell the way it's arranged, I can tell from the production, but with you, you can't tell. I, I You have me reading credits and stuff, saying, okay, who produced that? Who produced that? I'm like, oh, my, my dude RL is all over this. How do you not comply within the industry setting of being original? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know what you mean. Really, you know, I mean, my first recordings for other artists kind of had a similar sound, but mm-hmm. um, it, I wanted to grow. I'm a student of the game, mm-hmm. and I think that that's important. I know in, early in my career, when people came to me for records. They kept saying, okay, we need another Too Close. We need this. We need that. I wanted to be able to do records that stretch my imagination and my creativity, so... After a while, okay. I started working with different producers and, and different artists, and I really wanted to expand, you know, my resume. And I, I know the only way I could do that was by, you know, learning to differentiate the kind of music that I did. Can you tell us what's going on with you and the group next? Are you guys together? I heard you're touring. Is that true? Oh, yeah, we'll always be together. You know, I try to look at it a little differently than the than the, the usual Shea Urban Act. I know a lot of times egos or women or money or yes. you know, other types of business get in the way. For us, we've had a lot of issues, you know, learning to be men and being mm-hmm. around each other so much. But I kind of try to view it kind of like how the Rolling Stones or the Beatles would view it, you know what I mean, where yeah. so we have issues, but it's bigger than us. So, you know, even though I do my solo thing and I write for different people, the truth is my solo thing was never about me wanting to be, you know, the man because a lot of people would say that they look at me as a lead within my group anyway. It was really about me wanting to expand musically and do things that I couldn't do within a group setting. I felt kind of limited, you know, because we have the energy, and I wanted yeah. to do different Can you tell us when can we expect another album from you guys? Well, it, it depends because I have my mixtape first, I have my solo album, and I have the group album. I recorded, the mixtape is done, I recorded 25 records for that. I recorded 60 records, 
60 records for my solo album, and then so far we've recorded 16 records for the new next album. So we'll probably record about 20 more. And the truth is, it'll come out when it's ready and we have the proper mm-hmm. uh, vehicle to put it out on. Because for us, okay. you know, we can honestly tour on just our past hits. Right. But, you know, we also want to give the people that have been supporting us so long something new to look forward to as well. Okay. Okay, that's fair, and we appreciate that. But, dang, you've been busy, 60 records? Oh, my God. That's I'm crazy. I do, that's my life. Music is my life. All I do is wake up at 5 in the morning, I go to the gym at around 5.30, come home, and get to work. That's wow. It. Now, I heard a song. I think it's off your mixtape. I'm not sure, but it's called Ready. Oh, you know, I it's love funny it. that- we love you for real because you know yes. when we just had a meeting the other night to decide which records are going on the mixtape and we're trying to break it down to sixteen. Mm-hmm. And that wasn't one of the records that they voted for. Like we had like a really? wrong people. And it was it was uh it was only like four or five people but uh they worked with us and uh we were trying to figure out, you know, which records should go on there. So you know what, I after speaking to you so I'm going to put that that song on the mixtape just for you. Yes, I promise. Please, please do. And also, you can send me the other ones that they're trying to collaborate on and figure out what to put on, too, because, you know, I've been known to pick some hits, okay? I appreciate you that. that. We might have to do that. Let's get some background for those that are not familiar with Next. Can you tell us how the group came to be? Well, there's a lot of different stories that they try to say. Uh, we we kind of just to keep it to keep it down, or should I say, just keep it just um, coherent or cohesive, should I say? Um, mm-hmm. We're all brothers because we've been together and around each other so long. But the truth is. Uh, Tweet and Tilo, they're, they're biological brothers. Um, they brought me into the fold. I actually had, uh, I was in a group with my best friend, and I met Tilo over his um, uncle's house, his God, well, godfather's house, who was a, a gospel singer. Me and him just clicked, but he lived in another city. But when he came back, he happened to be looking for me around the same time I was looking for him. We mm-hmm. linked up. I took one of the, I was in a three-member group back then. I took one of the members out. Brought my best friend. He brought his brother. We ended up being four a, a four uh, member group. You know, over time, um, the, uh, my best friend he saved now, and his first love really wasn't you know music. He didn't have mm-hmm. the same desires we did. So right. he stepped out. He, he was our role manager for a while. He's still actually still my best friend. But that's how the three of us came together, and we've been together ever since. We still wow. together. Fifteen years plus, that's crazy, and that's that's kind of unheard of in this crazy world of music. You know what I'm saying? Uh, most definitely. Who are your musical influences? Well, one would be Jay Moss, because I kind of consider myself the R&B Jay Moss. I love a lot of nice. harmonies, a lot of range in my voice, a lot of, you know, real intricate runs, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, Gospel. I, yeah, I love uh, Timberell, of course. Uh, mm-hmm. As far as R&B, Probably the only cat that I'm really checking for is Tank. I think he's really underrated. I think he's talented because he plays, he writes a lot of his own stuff, so I really, really respect what he does. How do you feel about the music industry as a whole right now? What do you think about it with you being, you're a legend in the industry, you're a veteran in the industry. How do you feel about the music of today? Um, I really don't. You know, I don't want to sound like the old man at the club trying to still be young. I just look at it like um, it, 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 it's not about music anymore. 
Well, right now, I can't say anymore. Right now, you know, it goes through lows in the industry, period. But mm-hmm. um, it's about how many followers you have, how many hits mm-hmm. you have. On. So many cats are so so busy focused on, you know, getting their social media up that they aren't really focused on um, cultivating their craft. So mm-hmm. I really, I was speaking to somebody else, and I said that, you know, I feel sorry for today's generation of music because a mm-hmm. lot of these artists are so busy trying to get on the radio that, in ten years, what are they gonna? What are they gonna be? How are they gonna? I can luckily still go perform records all over the world because of my catalog. A lot mm-hmm. of these records happen. in ten years, you're not gonna want to hear again. So, my question has been, what are they gonna do? So I feel sorry for some of them, to be to be quite honest. Um, but there are some that I think are really talented. I just think right now, well, people are more concerned with you know, uh, how can we get hot real quick? Mm-hmm. I think I like that on some of the labels because I know that it's not radio because radio really wants some real music right now. I know it. I've talked to a lot of the, you know, program directors and things like that. And mm-hmm. They're really waiting. They want us to come back. They want to hear, you know, that real music, you know. Um, but it is what it is. I'm kind of right. glad it is that also because it leaves my lane wide open. Because yes. you, can have, you can have me open up for any of the newest, hottest artists right now. Maybe save a Chris Brown because Chris got hit and he's really the future to me. If mm-hmm. he stops rapping and concentrates on his true calling, which is singing. Speak that but truth. Put me, on, put me on before any of these other so-called hot artists and I just do my catalog of hits, whether it's records I wrote for other people or my own songs. And by the time I get off stage and the next person comes on, I feel bad for them. You know what I'm saying? So yes. it's crazy. You come to a concert, like we're talking about right now doing a tour of Jagged, Next 112, and probably a Jay Holiday or somebody and a couple other artists coming on before us. And we just really want to show people. You know what I mean? Because in urban music, they seem to want to throw you away. You look yeah. at like uh, pop music, you could see Cher and... Rod Stewart and all these different artists doing um, arenas all over the world, and you have the OJ mm-hmm. doing amphitheaters and the Chitlin Circuit. We want to throw away our artists. You'll hear people say, uh, Jay-Z needs to retire. Lil Wayne right. is the future. He is still the best rapper alive right now, if you ask me, but because of his age, we want to, we like to throw things away, and that's not good. Yeah, I agree with you. Why we don't continue the same momentum and the same and have the same love for the artists that gave us great music? You know what it is? It's really it's crabs in a barrel. We we we're, we've struggled for so long, and when we finally get an opportunity to do something, we we kind of want to keep it for ourselves and take care of our own. But when you really look at history, the only way we've ever been able to be successful is really by coming together. We yes. always want to do it by ourselves, which is, you know, just just the issue. I appreciate your honesty. How much of your personal life has influenced the music that you write and produce? Well, sadly, a lot of it. The truth is, the reason I even left the industry is because I went through a divorce. And uh, I just couldn't, I didn't believe in love anymore, and I just couldn't Mm -hmm. write about it. I'm a hypocrite. So that's really the reason I kind of left the industry. And how do you feel about love now? Um, I believe in love. I believe that sometimes people get damaged and you have to overcome certain things. But I, mm-hmm. I believe that because all it might take a little, take some of us longer than usual, but uh, longer right. than others, you know, it is what it is. You know, there's some people that don't fall in love till they're 20 or 30, I'm sure, you know. Right, right. Are you in a relationship right now? I'll say I'm married to my music. That's the best um. <laughs> Is that safe answer? 
Do you have any kids? I have one child. He has a son. He's, he'll be 17 next month. Has anything that you've done within the music industry influenced him to pursue music? You know what? He doesn't want to admit it, but I catch him singing sometimes. Uh, he's in really? the things like that. You know, I, I like it that way. I, I, if he ever wants to, I support him, but I like, you know, whatever what, he, what he's doing now. What is the most frustrating thing you've experienced within the music industry? Um, probably the, the, the political part of it all. Mm-hmm. I think that uh, if you you can see a lot of the talented, the most talented aren't the ones that um, always are the most successful. A lot of that has to do with uh, with, with the politics in the game. I think that that's mm-hmm. I think that nowadays you have a lot of cats that are running certain things in the industry really looking out for their own and not looking out for the ones that have the most talent. So when you got all that stacked against you, there's not a lot you can do. I'm getting ready to play one of your tracks. I think it's going to be on the mixtape. Hopefully hopefully it makes it already. Can you tell us about the song and introduce it for me? No problem. Uh, this is a record that I recorded for my mixtape. It's called Ready. It's basically saying that um, a man should be ready to settle down, ready to be with the one that's right for him. And um, that's pretty much it. That's basically saying I'm ready. I'm ready to check it out.
That was RL. The song is called Ready, and hopefully it makes the mixtape. I've been checking out your blog, JustRL.com, and you give some relationship advice. Yeah. What relationship advice would you give couples that are in the industry and are trying to make their relationship last? Um, Live the opposite of what people think you're going to live. Be born. Do the simple things because a lot of times you feel like you have to compete with Brad and Angelina, but you don't know what they're doing. You know what I mean? Right. They what they want us to see. A lot of times we, we try to emulate others what we think is successful, but we don't know what's going on in their bedroom. We have no idea. Mm-hmm. You look at a T.I. and Tiny, and people are wondering, well, how are they together? Or look at this and look at that. And they seem happy as can be. You mm-hmm. never know. Things. You know, I, I'm... I'm I'm the type, to be honest, ever since I was younger, I'm in the bed by 10, 30, 11. The rule was with me, do not drive with me to the club because I'm probably leaving after 30, 40 minutes. Had right. to I wanted that. If, you know, that's that's my life as far as my job. My mm-hmm. regular life, that's quite simple. You know, I like watching home movies or, or going to the movies in the middle of the day, or, you know, playing cards and having people over, things like that. Those, that's that's me. I'm, I'm a little simpler. And... I think that's 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 the big thing. How do you deal with being a sex symbol? I don't really consider myself that. I consider myself a brother, a son, a father. Um, I try to take care of myself for me. Yes. I do want to grow old with somebody. And they say when you grow old, you, you, know, you take care of one another. I think it's selfish mm-hmm. for somebody to grow old and not live a healthy lifestyle because then what's going to happen? That person that you're with that, that might be a little healthier has to take care of you. I didn't mm-hmm. care. Saying, so I want to be able to grow old gracefully, you know, and, 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 live, and live a good life, you know, see see my loved ones that are younger than me live and maybe influence their lives. So I, I really, it's not about being sexy or trying yeah. to. I just want to be the gentleman that, and, and be the person, the good man that my mother and father instilled in me to be. Mm. It sounds like you are that man. Has R.L. ever been starstruck? You know what? That's a funny question because it's hard to say, really, because we were discovered by Clyde. Well, you know, really by KG from Naughty by Nature Book. When we signed, Mm -hmm. Clyde signed us personally. So, you know, he's the top of any executive in the history of music to us. Yes, he's the man. And then we went on, you know, I worked with Luther. I, I wrote for Luther. I, you know, actually, I wrote for um, Ron Isley before. So it was a little different. There were people that I was um, fans of their longevity more than anything and wanting mm-hmm. to get to their longevity and their staying power. But besides that, um, I can't really, you know, think of any one artist where I feel like I um, was starstruck. Because, you know, that I've met, you know, when I met Holly Berry and things like that, I probably was, you know, like, wow. Right. Yeah, you know, Janet Jackson, I'll say Janet Jackson. I'll give that one to her. She was in Minneapolis with Jimmy and Terry. You know, I'm from Minneapolis, and I came to an event where she was releasing the Velvet Rope, and I got in a picture, and everybody jumped in the picture with us, and she was like, no, I, I tried to introduce myself, and she said, I know exactly who you are, and made everybody oh, else get out wow. the picture and took the picture with me. 
That's oh, crazy. Thank you for sharing that, RL. I appreciate it. Okay. We're going to have a little fun real quick. What are some of your pet peeves? Like, I have pet peeves. Like, I can't, people that pop their gum all loud really irritate me, or like somebody's driving in front of you and they turn off, or they turn in front of you and they don't turn their blinker off, and the blinker is like blinking five or six miles down the road. What are your pet peeves? Well, in general, like generally speaking, it kills me when people do not put on their blinker when they're switching lanes. Oh. Um, um, as far as woman-wise, I hate when someone gets out of the bed and doesn't make it. I'm kind of anal when it comes to that kind of thing. Right. Um, I grew up in a hair salon, so I I can notice when a woman needs to get her weave fixed. I can see cracks, ah. all that. I can know when her hair dirty, it's a little too oily, all that. Um, I hate when a woman needs the nails done, and I can look and see where the spaces between the growth in her nails yes. and where yes. nails should be. Hate that um, things of that nature. <laughs> so those are things I hate. Oh my God, and that's crazy. In between, when they're stuck in between somebody's teeth, you want to tell yes. them, "Oh, that's the worst." <laughs> Or or how about if someone comes in, like you're in an elevator, and they come in with you in the elevator, and they pass gas like they didn't do it. And it's like six other people in there with you, and you know they did it because you heard it, and you're the first that smelled it. (laughs) Oh, that's that's crazy because I I, kind of call that out. Really? Yeah, of course. That's the fun part. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Now, I'm going to get into my Oprah mode really quick. What advice would you give your younger self, RL? Um, Find validation in yourself. I've always been really mm. sensitive. I've always looked for others to uh, make me feel better about myself when I really mm-hmm. should have just known. And I think uh, my last thing is don't expect others to be happy for you because I think that was my biggest issue. I always thought, um, you know, People would be happy for you when you're, you know, trying to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it doesn't work like that. And I always mm-hmm. wanted it to, people to really be happy for me and all the things that I went through. It was really like, look, I did it, so can you. Cats didn't mm-hmm. look at it like that. Looked at it like, are you trying to floss on us? That was some of the biggest issues that I had. Great advice. Is it true that when you were younger, you suffered from depression or low self-esteem? I think I read that a couple of years ago. Oh, yeah, there's moments that I still do, most definitely. I'm a thinker, and I'm always worried about things that um, I probably shouldn't. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm always worried about people's feelings. I've always had a self-doubt that kind of, I think that kind of is one thing that fuels me to work so hard and want to do more. What advice would you give those that are battling depression? Make sure that you surround yourself with people that care about you enough to tell you how special you really are. And learn to love yourself more as well. Are there any other people in your family that are within uh, the music industry or influenced you musically? Oh, yeah, my cousin is Philip Bailey from Earth, Wind, and Fire. And I'm a, a wow. relative of Sam, of Sam Cook on my mother's side as well. So You really had no choice but to do music. <laughs> uh, I mean, I kind of feel that way. My mother used to sing with Little Richard and my father actually gave me my middle name after um, an artist. His name was Otis Lavelle. He had a song called It's Got to Be Mellow. And my middle name is Lavelle, so that's where it comes from. What could you imagine yourself doing if you weren't doing music? Probably an engineer like my father. 
That's what he is. What advice would you give those artists coming into the music business? Um, Be yourself. Don't study the radio because by the time you come out, radio probably will change by then. Be true mm-hmm. to who you are and what you love, but also understand that you must continue to grow. I know that uh, Usher recently said evolve or evaporate, yes. but that's, that's true to an extent, but you also have to evolve into yourself, not totally morph into something that you never were and, and then alienate your fan base. You have to be true to yourself but grow into the best you that you were destined to be. When can we expect some more music from you? Is there a date for the mixtape yet? Well, actually, it's pretty much done. We're just putting all the finishing touches on everything around it. Because we're talking about doing like a, a six-city tour to come to mm-hmm. a lot of the major cities to uh, release it. I know we're coming to L.A. Um, okay. Of course, uh, Atlanta, probably New York, Chicago. And I know I have to do Minneapolis. I have to take it home. Yes, Twin City. I can't even... Yeah, I can't even really call it a mixtape. It's almost like an EP to me, but a full LP length. It's really me giving a, a big thank you to all the people that have been patiently waiting for new material to come out. I can't wait. I'm so excited. I, I can't wait. And I'm definitely going to be stalking Miss Santiago to um, hook me up, hook me up, let me know when the music is coming out so I can share it with my listeners on my regular shows and throughout the day on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all those places that I'm on. So please, please, by all means, let me know when it drops, all right? Okay, I really appreciate it, too. You're very welcome. Now, RL, I want to thank you for coming on the Side Effect Radio Show. You've dropped much knowledge and advice. Thank you, and I'm sure the listeners really appreciate everything that you've shared, especially the indie artists that are coming into the um, music scene. Well, thank you. I really appreciate you letting me use your form to you know, let your listeners know what I've been up to, what i got coming out, and I really appreciate your love for you know, the past music that I've done, and I hope that I can continue to make you proud with the new stuff that I got coming. I'm really excited. Oh, you're always welcome back. Okay, thank you so much. Thank you for joining us. I hope you enjoyed the show. Don't forget to connect with us on Facebook, the Psy Effect fan page. Also, I am Psy on Twitter. So tune in next time on... The side.